Prince Remembered from The Current. Right now we're joined in the studio by Peter Greenland. He is the chair of the Live Sound and Show Production Department at the Institute of Production and Recording, IPR College of Creative Arts in Minneapolis. But for our purposes here this morning on the Ultimate Funky Friday, he also had the privilege of having better than a front row seat for some of Prince's most influential and amazing years of his career, uh, working as a sound tech for Prince for nine years. Peter, good morning. Thanks for being here. Good morning to you. Nice to have you here. Now, how did it come to pass... I mean, we're talking about, like, 1999, that album, not the year, is when you first started working for Prince. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. It'd be uh, 81, I believe. 1981. And how did it come to pass that you got hooked up with Prince's camp? Well, I was uh, the lead tech over at uh, the Carlton Celebrity Theater, if you remember that place, and uh, got a call from a buddy who was working with this new up-and-coming artist, and they were looking for someone to handle some of the rehearsal details, uh, mixing monitors, Taking care of the drums, guitars, grocery shopping, all the important stuff. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of the nature of it. Like, oh, well, you did that one. Well, now we need you to go and do this. Um, you were there for some pretty crazy years. I mean, Prince obviously had a long and storied career, but that arc there in the 80s is sort of what defined him. Um, what was he like to work with? You know, his work ethics were uh, unbelievable. He would uh, long, long hours and over and over again till things were perfect. You know, he was that guy who, you know, pushed not himself, just himself, but certainly everybody in his camp to do better, to be the best you could be. It was amazing to watch. I think for most of the world, um, Purple Rain is the face they... I mean, you know, here in Minnesota, obviously, we're closer, and there's a lot of music fans, but for many people, casual fans, a worldwide audience, they think that Prince rode a purple motorcycle up to the front of First Avenue and that that's who Prince was. <laughs> Aside from the work ethic, you know, you, you were that close to him. What was Prince like? I mean, what who is the man that is Prince? The thing that maybe people don't know. Well, it's not, uh, you know, that he openly shared this kind of stuff with. He was a very... Uh, you know, kept to himself very, very tightly. Uh, we didn't sit and talk about fishing. And, right. And it just kind of didn't happen. <laughs> right. Um, but he was, as you and I discussed off air, you know, very private and very singular and very particular about the way he wanted things. But then he also has, like in that song we just heard, there was a sense of whimsy. He could become playful kind of at the drop of a hat. Yeah, definitely there were times when he'd, you know, be running around and joking with all the players and... Uh, it was pretty fun to see that lighter side of him, but uh, it was pretty much work is yeah. work is work. Understood. Well, when you talk about work is work is work, you were telling me about the Love Sexy Tour and just what a massive scale that production was. Yeah, that was certainly the uh, largest uh, tour I had been ever. Um, it was, uh, you know, in Europe we had 40 semis. 40? 40. Wow. Yeah, it was... What? Well, it was a hopscotching kind of tour where they would set up the main steels, um, the superstructure, if you would, um, days in advance, and then we'd have two sets of those, so it would hopscotch, and then we would bring the more personal uh, production gear, the lighting, the sound, the stage set, set that up, and then when we're, that was done, it'd be setting up for another one, just hopscotch along, so it was a lot of... A lot of trucks, a lot of people. I think there were 130 full-time staff, and we would bring in a crew of like 225 stagehands. Wow! I mean, that's that's epic. We're talking to Peter Greenland. You spent nine years on the road working tech, doing sound, working rehearsals, things like that. In that nine years, 
working with Prince, is there a particular moment or performance or situation that stands out above all the others? Wow, that's a, that's a really tough one because they're all quite unique. Um, some of the outdoor shows, I think, were really the ones that uh, were so large. You're talking 80,000 people, and that was pretty amazing. Uh, there was one in Germany where there was a building on the far side of the field that was visible from the stage, and uh, was found out it was a, an old Nazi headquarter, SS headquarters, and people were already in the, in the stands packed house and he finds out that that's what that building was says, I can't look at that all night and perform so I'm not going on so they have to figure out what are they gonna do how they make this building go away and so they production manager sharp you know brought in a hot air balloon club and they floated balloons in and parked them in oh, front of wow. the building <laughs> you know that's <laughs> That, to me, was pretty amazing to see that all go down. It speaks to the scale and the scope and the influence and just how amazing Prince was. Um, before we let you go, I know you've got your day job at IPR, College of Creative Arts in Minneapolis, but you were telling me that on weekends you're now doing something that probably wouldn't be possible if it weren't for all that time you spent with Prince. Yeah, uh, kind of the weekend warrior touring with uh, the Commodores. And certainly, uh, you know, all this is just to... Uh, just have an opportunity to say thank you, Prince, for you know everything you brought to me to show me how this music can sound. You know, I'm a little white suburban kid, you know, and what do I know about funk? But with all those years of listening to the way he layered his sounds, the way he orchestrated everything, how it felt, because it was all about a groove for him. So that really uh, sparked me to go that direction, and certainly that has helped in all my engineering and now mixing for the Commodores. Uh, they just like you know where to put this stuff, and it's a direct result because of uh, you know what Prince taught me. Though I'm sure he didn't know he was, but uh, he certainly was, and just can't thank him enough for for altering my future. You know.